0: Uh, Dave Harrigan, I know later in the show, Am I Wrong, will be uh, a part of the festivities at 2.35. Ken, I have a question for you, though, before we get to a couple other topics. Shaletta, by the way, feisty fraud, yes, this hour, but at one thirty-five, she's probably on another radio show. That's we. That's our guess. Yeah, I mean, it could be Common. She could be on Password right now. She could be, I don't know if Kathy Werzer now is a 1 o'clock show. Uh, on Bernard's podcast, I I don't know. I mean, that's my guess. Can something be breathtaking and predictable,
1: Dave Harrigan? Breathtaking and predictable? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I think of any number of you know, Old Faithful. Predictable, right? You go to Yellowstone, you know Old Faithful's going to be there. You know the guys is going to pop. It could still be breathtaking when you see it, right? Yes. The
0: partisans who who are just epoxied to Donald Trump's plump backside. (laughs) No matter, (laughs) I criticized Joe Biden yesterday and said, absolutely a special prosecutor laughed at this story from CNN about, whirlwind, final days, give me a break. Mocked him for having the documents in the closet. Said it's utterly ridiculous when he's talking about transparency. But still, over and over the text again, oh, my God, what a sycophant for Joe Biden. My God, you people. I'm glad you listened. I am. But try listening. It's just... Why is it, I mean, believe in, you know, first of all, he's not, he's just an opportunist. You really think he's a Republican? Just, are you that big of a sucker? Are you really that big of a sucker? Donald Trump was a, a socially, probably even more than a slightly lefty, and definitely a righty on the economic side. Then he saw the opportunity, okay? So, again... This isn't me going after the Republican Party. This is me at times. Sure, criticizing Republicans at times. Criticizing Democrats at times. I'm I'm crushing Biden on this. But because... Must listen only to Trump positive. Can't move. I mean, it's just... You fix it, Dave. You fix it. And we're pointing out what frauds the Democrats have been when... And again, there are stark differences between what we know now about Trump and Biden. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be worse for Biden a month or not. Maybe it'll go away. I don't know. But there's over-the-top hypocrisy from Democrats and Republicans on where they stood when it was the uh, Trump documents to now where they stand with Biden. So few are consistent. But, man... Just no matter what, Don is my God. Must follow him. Okay. Vaccinations dip among kindergartners. This is dangerous. Star Trooping story, Jeremy Olson who does a great job on the uh, health area and COVID and vaccinations. Very good for the trip. 89% of Minnesota kindergartners were vaccinated for measles, mumps, and rubella. The data from 21-22. That is below the national rate by 4.5%. At least 3.7% of Minnesota parents filled vaccine exemptions for kindergartens which exceeded the national average by a percentage point higher federal health officials believe hesitancy over COVID vaccines i'm reading from olson story is only a part of what has reduced this some schools during the pandemic weren't checking children or requiring parents to file exemptions obviously as the story points out online learning you don't need to follow that up uh we know that the pandemic really had a disruption to health care, added Georgina Peacock, director of the CDC's immunity service division. So I think part of it is well child visits maybe were missed and people are still trying to catch up. Minnesota Community Measurement on Wednesday reported similar trend data with clinics in state reporting only fifty three percent of children up to date on the ten recommendations Recommended vaccinations by age two. That's down from 60% in 2017. So maybe a fair amount of this, Dave Harrigan, is, hey, when the pandemic was going on, everything was shut down. And you're still catching up. I'm dubious of that. I think it is never bought into COVID. People are dying left around. I, I assume people are now convinced that Lisa Marie Presley died from, from the COVID vaccine. Wasn't the drug stuff. Wasn't how sadly unsteady she looked the other day. And I'm all for exploring information about the pros and cons of vaccines of the COVID vaccine, too. It never should end. It should always continue. But it's utterly nonsense. So instantaneously, you just know, yep, yep, that person died because of the COVID vaccine. You don't have a speck of information on that particular case. Nothing, zero, zero, but you just know it. And so if parents now who are dubious, Of COVID, it really wasn't that big a deal. I had it. It wasn't a problem. I think the numbers have been exaggerated. And they're now starting to look at other vaccinations, which have proven to be extraordinarily successful over the years. You're putting your kids in harm's way. Why are you doing that? 89% of Minnesota kindergartners, We're vaccinated for measles, mumps, and rubella. That's down 4.5%. And then we talked about for two-year-olds, it's down 7%. Are you one of those parents where you've decided, no, I'm not going to do it? Is this completely unrelated to COVID and the vaccine, or is it directly related to COVID and the vaccine? Do you look at this and think, why are parents doing this? Because I'm in that category. Don't put them at risk. Dangerous for them. Measles, mumps, and rubella. And now we've decided that's a major problem. What are your thoughts on this? Phone calls, texts, shout out your window. Find Dave Harrigan's house, knock on the door and tell him. Probably let's go with the phone call or text, at least at this point. 651-461-9226. Once again, the city's one. Talk and text line. 651-461-9226. Don't think that was uh, Stevie Nicks. That's Billy Joel. When you hear Stevie Nicks today, call in 651-461-9226. If you are caller number five, you win a pair of tickets to see this highly anticipated show at U.S. Bank. We're talking, I want to go to Harrigan first, and to uh, texts and calls on vaccinations dipping among kindergartners and two-year-olds. 89% of Minnesota kindergartners were vaccinated for measles, mumps, and rubella. In the school year 2021 to 2022, that's four and a half percentage points down from the national average. Then we have the data here. Minnesota community measurement this week reported similar trend data with clinics in the state reporting only 53% of children up to, are up to date on the 10 recommended vaccinations by age 2 that's down 7% from 2017. To me, this strikes me as COVID paranoia, Dave Harrigan. They're out to get us. They're hiding the information. Elon is telling me the truth. Others are burying it. And that's nonsense. And you're, you're putting your kids in danger. What do you think? I think it's pretty simple.
1: Uh, If you're not vaccinating your children against things like measles and polio, et cetera, you are failing as a parent. That's my view. Uh, It's ridiculous. I think there's a lot of reasons for the drop. And part of it probably is just trying to catch up after, after the, the pandemic, you know, pushing things back, not going to see the pediatrician, maybe as much as you could or should, but, you're right in that. That's a small percentage, a very small percentage. I, I think it might be a little higher than you are giving it credit okay. for. But I think absolutely there you know, there was a small segment of the population pre-pandemic that was very hesitant about vaccines or said absolutely not. I know a couple parents, and I think their decision is foolish. Uh, but I think there's no doubt that vaccine hesitancy when it comes to the COVID vaccine has spread towards things like measles, uh, measles, mumps, and rubella, polio, et cetera. I think that's absolutely taken hold uh, amongst a greater segment of the population. And, boy, I hope it turns around, but I don't have faith right now that it's turning around. I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, sweeping the nation and all of a sudden every kid's going to have polio, but I think, think there's a lot of people out there that have made up their mind and they're going to convince a few others and they're going to convince a few others and I don't know that there's changing of minds.
0: Among the attacks is 6514619226 easy problem to solve no vaccine no school unless there is a medical exclusion. You have any
1: problem with that? Nope. I don't either. I don't no, you're putting your child at risk and you're putting the other children at risk. That's it. You're you're not you you're endangering your kid. I'm with you. It's a
0: dereliction of your parental duty. And the religious exemption? Why should you get a religious exemption for this at a public school? Explain that one to me, Harrigan.
1: <laughs> I can't. You shouldn't. No. If we want we religion not. out of the
0: schools, okay. Go find another school um, which may follow your religion and go there. You're not allowed to put other kids at risk because of your religion. You just aren't. Couldn't the parents uh reading more text here, couldn't the parents be sided with child endangerment? Um in the literal sense, in the opinion sense for us, we think it is. Legally proving it, that one's going to be harder because we probably can go through other things which aren't as clear-cut within the law. But I'm with you. You're uh, you're failing as a parent. Just another example, Texter says, of natural selection, uh, natural survival of the fittest. Intelligent people will survive. problem is here, Dave, it's not just like I'm 24 and I'm making this decision. I'm making this decision for my baby and my young kid, and it's affecting them. It's not you as a 37-year-old or you as a... 57 year old it's a different situation let's see more of the text here i think the parents who choose to not vaccinate their school-aged children are being very selfish they are banking on the fact that the majority of the population is vaccinated so therefore their child is safe from infection i believe in science and vac- vaccinations for infants and children, and finishes with, "Have you seen anyone with polio lately?" If polio wouldn't have happened before, and it would be happening right now, a lot of the utter nonsense and lies and disinformation regarding polio would it be happening once, just just like it, just like it's happened with COVID. Don't you think? Absolutely. Yes,
1: I do. And the, 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 the what you just said, what the texter said about, you know, well, everyone else was vaccinated, so my, my kid will be fine. That angers me. That angers me because as we talked about uh, off air last week, I just got down or I just got done with a six-year-old holding her down yes. at her uh, checkup. As she got two Mm -hmm. vaccine shots, screaming at me. You know what? It's hard as a parent to go through that. It's hard to put your child through that. But you do it because you know that is what is best for them.
0: I do it every time. It's terrible. Every single time. More text. My daughter refuses to get her family vaccinated. I'm very concerned about my four grandsons. Age 2 through 13, I'm fully vaccinated and boosted it's absolutely stupid on the part of the parents i'm sorry i have a horrible time keeping my mouth shut in most cases the parents are vaccinated in childhood yeah that's that's another part of it too where they were vaccinated they had no issues and i'm not saying no one is even hinting at it here that if you did something i don't know 30 years ago 40 years ago That without consuming any new information, you have to do it again? There isn't a debate, okay? There isn't some hidden agenda. This isn't a chip. This isn't government control. Uh, This is an example of uh, liberals and fascism, whatever you want to say. It's giving your kids the best chance for a healthy start of their life. And you're saying, no, I'm denying them that start. That is uh, cruelly selfish to me. Shaletta is next on CCO. Uh, Once again, we're moved. I think we should uh, maybe starting Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday, (laughs) then Thursday, then Friday morning. We just call Shaletta, and we say uh, we won't plan any other guests. We'll move any other guests. And you just tell us – when you're available, because, I mean, it's week after week after week where we have to uh, jump through hoops to work you in. Shaletta's on yeah. the Feisty Friday John Schuster Cold War Banker Hotline. You love this, that we, you know, you're know, you willing to just uh,
2: toss us I'm, to the you side. You know, when people call me and they ask me what times I have available to meet, I say Fridays at 1 o'clock, preferably <laughs> 105. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Somehow that does not shock me. That does not shock mm-hmm. me. Let's get to the breaking news of the day. You and Dan Cook are going to get married. Congratulations. Thank you.: I feel Thank like you. I've no, known just, both I've of you for a long.: to be
2: single?: Yes, yeah. Yes. I never I never when wanted is, to be you know a single person.
0: Yeah, when is the ceremony?
2: Um as soon as he unblocks um, me. Um, I think he has my phone, both phones blocked because they're going straight to voicemail. So I had a dream the other night that Dan Mm -hmm. Cook and I got married. Like, in the dream, I came to work, and he gave me that look. And you know the look. And I was like, I know what that look means. And so I, in the dream, was like, you know, I've been having these feelings for you, too. But I don't want to say anything. And he was like, let's just let the world know. And he had a ring right there in the dream, right? And he got down on one knee. how the ring look? Was and, it a good oh, ring? It was beautiful. It, ring? Was a nice ring. Okay. it was a nice ring. It was a very nice ring. It a very nice ring. And he put, he put it right there on my finger in the lobby. Right next Whoa. to the purple wall, right there by the stairs. I mean, it was right there by both of our desks, And, you know, and everybody was clapping, and Susie was crying, and Laura was hugging her. I mean, Henry Lake was spraying Tom Ford cologne all over the place. It was just an amazing dream. And so I woke up, and when I woke up, I was smiling like, oh, that's so beautiful. So I rolled over. It was like 3 in the morning. And I was like, well, I wonder if Dan Cook is thinking about me like I'm thinking about him. And so I called Dan, um, or maybe I texted him and said, hey, I just had a dream that we were married. Did the Lord place anything on your heart the way he did mine? Because, you know, Dan Cook is a very spiritual man. And -hmm. I thought you you know, Jesus had talked to him like Jesus had, because I felt like maybe that was Jesus in my dream. And so he said, I have not heard from the Lord.
0: Wait, was this at 3 in the morning you called them? Did you call them right so. away?
2: Let me check. The, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait. Just okay. in case Jesus was thinking about him um, and, and me at the same time. You know like you you know how you're thinking about somebody you call? So I was just thinking about you. Oh, I was thinking about you, too. So just in case it was happening in real time, I don't want to miss out on the moment. You know, I don't want to miss out on the 3 a.m. moment. So I went ahead okay, and called. So
0: I just want to establish this uh, moving forward. <laughs> Unless it's a medical emergency and you call me at 3 in the morning, I'm going to use Jesus's name in a different way, okay? Uh, Harrigan, where do you stand? Is Shaletta for non-medical emergencies allowed to call you? Let's set the timeline. Midnight to 6.15. You're flexed because I'm out. I'm out at that point.
1: There's a lot of different somebody
0: ways I've already blocked shaletta somebody,
2: from somebody's gotta be on because I'm up at three fifteen in the morning working, and so I may have a great idea. I may have just had a dream. I may have you know wanna want stop by for breakfast or have coffee together so if if I get a bright idea at four o'clock in the morning or or dream that we got married, I'm gonna need to call somebody
1: Dave, can she call you? There's a lot of different ways I've blocked Shaletta from reaching me social media. <laughs> Yeah, you know, text. Um, she can't mail anything to my house; just gets sent right back. I got a, I got a blocker on the phone now. That's the only other way to do it. No calls. Sleep. an email. Okay, send an email. That's fine.
2: I I don't, I didn't, you know, like I said, I I just felt like maybe there was a moment happening and I did not want to miss it. Because I'm I'm real big about moments, okay? Y'all understand, you know, going viral three or four times a week is not easy. You have to be in the right place at the right time with the right message. And so I understand about missing moments. And I I don't ever want to miss a moment, so I thought that might have been.
0: A moment. So is it possible? Because there's a debate, you know. I, I'm not sure. I believe uh, that dreams really are telling me something, or really? symbolic. I uh, and others do, others do. So, do you believe this dream is telling you that you love Dan Cook and you want to marry Dan Cook?
2: I think the dream is telling me that Dan Cook and I have a special connection that we have not explored yet. Can mm. okay. I say it oh, like that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Harrigan,
0: what are your thoughts on that, Shaletta mm-hmm. and Cook? I mean, now wait a second—is Sean coming on this date too? Well, no, because somebody got to be at home to
2: babysit the kids.
1: <laughs> That's true. That is true. What? <laughs>
0: um i think uh harrigan
1: i'm all for a little office romance what do you think i think i'm i'm in favor and maybe that's what this whole thing is getting down to as she just said somebody's got to stay home and take care of the kids maybe she marries dan cook so when she's off gallivanting around doing whatever she does dan cook has to stay home and take care of the
2: kids Mm. And you know Dan is very good with children. I don't know if you've ever seen him with his nieces and nephews, but he is amazing. Mhm. Yes, he is. I think.
0: What I about?
2: Mhm. What about a child for Dan.
0: you and Dan?
2: You know, I'm I'm still available for that. Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I am available for that. Yes, I am. Because I know Dan would like to see a cute little baby in a bow tie, and I would not like to deprive him of that. I'm, I'm available for that. Yes, I am. The
0: bow tie early. Early <laughs> bow tie. Well, here I want to bounce this off the executive producer of the show, Dave Harrigan. This is what I suggest. I suggest uh, at some point before next Friday's appearance, who knows when it will be, 12.05, 12.35. I have no idea when she's going to be on, oh, but no. she'll just she'll tell us that Shaletta and Dan go on a
1: date before <laughs> that point. Harrigan, they, your thoughts? A, a real honest-to-God date is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. There's, yes. there's only one issue with this. Dan what? Cook stopped in here last hour, and um, I just had to ask him, Dan, what's more likely? You and Shiletta becoming an item <laughs> or you becoming a vegetarian. And I don't even think I got that out of my mouth before he said, oh, vegetarian. <laughs> He's just playing hard. This yes. is a man who hates who vegetables. To, you <laughs> know what?
2: Yeah. And you know you know me. I don't hear no. Okay? When I <laughs> hear no, I hear, you don't. No, I hear you not don't. yet. I don't hear. Don't. I never hear no. I hear oh, not that's yet. that's fantastic. That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> okay. I want to talk... Um, one light item when we come back. I want to talk the show, and I want to talk to the fact that uh, Monday is MLK Day. We are with Shaletta. Follow her on Twitter, at, at, uh, on Twitter, at Shaletta's Funny. And don't forget, next hour, Matthew Collar, back to the purple, and Am I Wrong with Dave Harrigan. Shaletta, I just saw a video during the break from uh, all-around horrific human being, Alex Jones, where he said, I, I can't go to a restaurant anymore. Food gets bought every time, get mobbed all around the table, signing autographs and wait for it. Women are throwing themselves at me all the time. And then he adds, I'm not bragging about it. I'm just telling the truth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. And you're going to marry Dan in the 2 o'clock hour here on the show. Right. 2.35. Okay. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes have been off Good Morning America now for six weeks. Okay. Yeah. At some point. They started seeing each other after just working together, sleeping together, whatever. I don't know, and no one outside of those two and other people know, if they were both done with their marriages at the time. Okay, Mm -hmm. You can be done with your marriage. You've agreed to separate. You're going to get a divorce, and you're not divorced yet. I don't know if that happened. Let's say it didn't happen, and let's say they had an affair. And Again, I'm not endorsing this. In any way. How okay. long are they gonna keep them off the air for something that a lot of people do, not endorsing it. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. But not gonna it's
2: good morning, America. You're not you're not the new Pope. I don't pope just gonna say they're st- not the Pope. They're not Bishop Stop T D Jakes. Um you know, this is a thing. For me for me. Um, I understand how people would have a hard time getting their news from Amy and TJ if they thought they were having an affair. And that they weren't being honest with their spouses. Yes. And I also understand how people would say, well, I'm not going to watch him anymore because if his wife can't trust him to tell her the truth, how can I trust him to tell me the news? I see it. I see it. I really do.
0: Well... I I guess I don't because it's it's good morning America and don't we learn example after example after example that we really don't know what's going on once people are really on TV or aren't on the radio. We, we have where... no
2: idea. Or, or on stage with a microphone. We have no idea. And so we don't know what Robin Roberts is doing or Strahan or yes. any of those guys. And they're still delivering the news. But the morning ratings um, situation is so tight that they don't have room for error. And so I think, and and this is just me speculating, being in the news business for 23 years, I'm speculating that they are really trying to take their time and get this right. Because if they mess up, they're going to lose viewers. And if you lose viewers, they may not come back. I think they had had viewers
0: when the news was breaking. I think people are curious to watch them. I really
2: do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how many people are sitting at home planning to watch the eighth hour of Good Morning America. I don't know. Exactly. But, know. you know, they were in the, like, they were in like, Good Morning America 2.0. But, you know, but but I do see the trust factor. I do see the big bosses taking calls and and, and notes from, people who are upset about it but you know we live in a world today where everybody is walking around waiting to be offended and that's why really good comedians um, are no longer going on stage because they're tired of having to defend every little thing that they say so you know we're in a nation now where people are walking around in offense and they're waiting to be mad about one thing or another and so this is just an excuse to be mad at something and to fire off a note or send a tweet and say you're never gonna you know um, watch it again but the people who are in charge of that network work they pay attention to stuff like that and i think that's why they're waiting maybe they're hoping that it dies down maybe they're hoping the smoke clears or maybe they're just uh, taking it. the time to, to make sure they make the right decision
0: monday is uh mlk day i know you try mm-hmm. to do different things publicly and privately for mlk day how will you honor this amazing leader for the year uh 2023
2: Okay, so can I tell you um, my big MLK get, because you know I'm always trying to win, even on MLK mm-hmm. Day, I'm still trying to win, um, is the folks at General Mills said, Shaletta, we really want to broadcast the MLK Breakfast on CCO Radio. And then they started right. explaining to me the history of you know, how CCO Radio started and the, the connection to General Mills. And I was like, well, we got to talk to the bosses. We, we've got to make this happen because I had no idea about any of that Betty Crocker history in um, General Mills and the connection with our radio station. And so, you know, I was able to set up a meeting with our bosses and, and the bosses over at General Mills, and we're broadcasting the MLK breakfast.
0: Oh, I did not know that. That's fantastic.
2: Yes, yes, we'll be broadcasting segments of the MLK breakfast and so I'm I'm so excited about that. So I'll be there early with Joe Jonkus, making sure that he drinks water. And you know how Joe Jonka is he will work and not eat, so I'm going to make sure he has a plate of food at some point so he doesn't fall out on us. I need him to stay healthy and well uh, because he is such a hardworking individual. And so um, I'll be at the breakfast um, with my family um, honoring Dr. King. And the good thing about the breakfast this year, Chad, is it's in person again, but they're also also featuring young people. Um, None Above is singing, and they have young people in um, positions where they're leading um, at this breakfast. And, you know, so oftentimes I, I take my kids to these events, and it's just a bunch of, you know, elder statesmen. And the kids are just like, oh, my God, do they have anybody even close to my age at this? How long is it going to be? What are we going to do after this? I'm ready to go. But to be able to go and see the next generation of African-American leaders at this um, General Mills MLK breakfast is going to be amazing for my children and for young people that they've um, chosen this year to allow young leaders um, to take an active role in the breakfast and to really be a part of what's going on. So I'm excited about that.
0: Okay, uh, before I go, and i got about 30 seconds before we're going to take the break, uh, What t- do, we, do we know what time it's going to be on the station? Have we firm that up yet? I
2: don't know. You know, I, I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's your deal. I would think <laughs> really? you might know. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll try to we'll track.
2: To to 8 a.m. to <laughs> 9.30. 8 a.m. to Eight, 9.30
1: Monday. <laughs> 8 to
0: 9.30. Fantastic.
1: All right. Um, see ya love you uh, love congratulations
0: you on your marriage to dan cook
2: thank you thank you we'll be letting you know when the shower is and we're gonna do a money pot a money tree or something you can hang 50 dollars on there for our, our diapers for our new baby that we haven't had yet go
0: i got a buck <laughs> that's what i'm going stop with the 50 uh linda's construction time it's time for us to go any window questions at all one way to go infinity from marvin windows